Good morning, this is Reverend Victor Robert Farrell from theway.co.uk reading this morning's news lead from the website written by one of our staff writers, PJ Humble entitled Beware the Men in Black Frocks. It's not old news. It is part of the daily push to destroy biblical Christianity and to silence the biblical Christian voice. Yes, there are two Christian voices in this world, the tear voice and the wheat voice. The tear voice is the voice of Laodicea. It is the compromise voice, the cuckold voice, the corrupt voice, and the cancerous voice, marked with the halitosis of heresy and the atrophy of apostasy. The tear voice is easy to spot, despite its trying to hide itself, usually in multicoloured frocks, dog collars, and big crosses. Take the incoming Archbishop of York, for example, Stephen Cottrell, who is smiling, loving, jovial, welcoming, inclusive, indeed, is even the very picture of the most common variety of British dryland creeping perennial primates, the typical Eclipta prostrata of the continuing worldwide phenomenon of the speedy spread of tear voices. For while no doubt seeming to affirm what the Bible teaches with one side of his mouth, also seems to reject it with the other side of the very same mouth. This incoming Archbishop of York is taking over from Dr. John Centermoon next year to become the second most senior clergyman of the Church of England and believes that biblical teaching on sexuality should come second to the 21st century Western cultural beliefs. Bishop Cottrell made his comments on the Bible in 2017 as he welcomed the Archbishops of Canterbury and York's plea for a radical new Christian inclusion. He said it would be wrong to ignore the damage that is done by rejecting Western society's current view of human sexuality. I'm not sure the Church has ever before had to face the challenge of being seen as immoral by the culture in which it is set. Oh, really? He also claimed in the same address to leaders in his own diocese that taking a biblical view on same-sex relationships can legitimize homophobia in others. While Bishop Cottrell did acknowledge biblical passages spoke about the issue, he said they were merely part of our story and our inheritance. He went on to say, But what we can do is recognize that what we know about human development and human sexuality requires us to look again at those texts to see what they're actually saying to our situation. For what we know now is not what was known then. Now regarding Eclipta prostrata in the colonies, in America it is the golden state of California with the help of Dr. Kevin Manoa, Azusa Pacific University's current chaplain and the former head of the National Association of Evangelicals which now seemingly orders pastors to push LGBT activism thus making transgender tyranny to become the rule of law. Indeed the golden state has decided to scrap the first amendment with the passage of a new resolution that forbids religious leaders from opposing homosexuality from the pulpit. As previously stated it was with the help of Dr. Kevin Manoa Azusa Pacific's University's current chaplain and the former head of the National Association of Evangelicals, did I say that? That ACR 99 passed with flying colours, effectively stamping out religious freedom in California with a stroke of a pen. A press release issued by religious freedom group Liberty Council says Manoa recently testified before the Judiciary Committee in favour of ACR 99 and directed pastors and counsellors to affirm LGBT behaviours. 
Liberty Council goes on to say that Manoa has become a prop for LGBT agenda by directing pastors and counsellors to reject biblical views of sexuality and deny counselling for those struggling with unwanted same-sex attraction or gender confusion. In a letter submitted to legislators, Manoa wrote, On behalf of some Christian pastors and church leaders, I write to express various levels of support for the Resolution ACR 99 dealing with conversion therapy and LGBTQ persons. So-called conversion therapy is under relentless attack, not just in California, but all across America, as LGBTQ activists push to eliminate the freedom of faith-based counsellors and therapists to help people who don't actually want to be LGBTQ. Roger Gannam, Liberty's Council's Vice President of Legal Affairs, says about Manoa's obvious fall from grace, it's really disappointing that he would put aside the truth of the matter just to gain some favour, perhaps a seat at the table of this discussion. Everyone deserves respect in this discussion and dialogue about what kind of counselling should be allowed in California, but to join in a document, as Dr. Manoa has done, that really slanders the church and slanders good counsellors and good patients, it's unexplainable and it's really inexcusable. Remember, ACR 99 isn't about protecting human lives, it's about criminalising Christianity. While ACR 99 isn't technically binding in the sense that it's a legal obligation per se, it does fling wide open the door for anyone who violates it to be falsely accused of, well, committing a hate crime, for which the penalties in many areas are growing increasingly steep. The language in ACR 99 is further concerning in the sense that it links Bible-based counselling to depression, to suicide, to rejection, isolation and even suicide among LGBTQ and questioning individuals. So you can imagine a hypothetical scenario in which a brain-addled youth who's previously been indoctrinated at his public or state school goes in for biblical counselling on the matter only to eventually take his own life. Now rather than blame this suicide on the public school for damaging this poor child's senses with its LGBTQ propaganda, the courts may blame the Christian counsellor based on ACR 99's implications. Again, it's a hypothetical scenario, and as far as we know, it hasn't actually happened in this manner yet, but it could do thanks to ACR 99's discriminatory intent against Christianity and the Bible, which are in no way aligned with the LGBTQ agenda. There is no defined, taught, or organized system of therapy, notes one Charisma News commentator, about the deception which is ACR 99. The term doesn't exist outside of an invented bogeyman. We must remember, when conversion therapy is cited, what is actually happening is the demonization and the attempted criminalization of any sort of counseling that dissents from the orthodox stances of the homosexual lobby. It is purely political. Back to Britain then and back to repentance. The doctrine of the Church of England, as enshrined in a 1987 General Synod motion, is that homosexual acts should be repented of. This is further underlined by the 1998 Lambeth Conference Resolution, which opposes the legitimising or blessing of same-sex unions. Repentance from these sins should be preached from the pulpits, in Parliament and on the streets. However, if the Bible is subject to the dominatrix demands of a depraved culture, then do what you want and let the pox of various perversions take their hold to the utter destruction of all things Christian. 
The title or position of an individual means nothing to God, nor should it to you, dear listener, but rather what comes out of their mouth, even both sides of it. Here's some good advice for the flocks of the frocked. Stop, look, listen, avoid. And today's lead news story was written by staff writer PJ Humble, published at 6.30, 3rd January 2020. You can see the rest of this week's stories at theway.co.uk and you can get involved by leaving your comments. You can also support us at theway.co.uk by hitting the donate button and help us create a platform that is just for you, the Bible-believing Christian. This is Reverend Victor Robert Farrell signing off for today. God bless you all.